Welcome to Life on Earth, The Peace Project, a podcast that teaches you how to connect with the divine and transform darkness into light through topics from yoga to nature and ultimately love. Join your host, Natalie Kwa, to celebrate and encourage diversity, peace and global equality, one earthling at a time. Hello. Good morning, everyone. Good day, depending where you are in the world. Welcome to Life on Earth podcast. Today, I am here because I want to do a little intro and let you guys know about me and why am I doing a podcast and how this is perhaps relevant to you. And if you're curious, a little bit of my background is something that I kind of have... Um, wasn't 100% sure that I would do, but I have some friends of mine who said, no, you know, you have to have a little intro, let people know who you are or just what's going on, you know, which I thought you would eventually would find out through that if you're tuning into the episodes. And if you know me um, and you're tuning in, then you already know me. <laughs> um, I am sitting outside so if you hear some noises it's because I am outside I'll give you guys a little bit of a description of what's going on um there's beautiful trees around me I'm outside my yoga studio in New Orleans my studio is Shanti Yoga Shala we are a vinyasa yoga studio we had a 10 a.m class that just ended my friend and amazing teacher Edie is was teaching <laughs> and it's sunny there's people are out walking we're on magazine street the weather it's been amazing the past whole past week which in new orleans sometimes you know you never know what's going on i used to live in california for many many years and the weather was always so incredibly amazing <laughs> this quote is at the front of my 200 hour yoga teacher training it's one of my favorites true yoga is not about the shape of your body but the shape of your life yoga is not to be performed but to be lived yoga doesn't care about what you have been yoga cares about the person you are becoming Yoga is designed for a vast and profound purpose. And for it to be truly called yoga, its essence must be embodied. This quote is by Adil Palhi Vala from Fire of Love. So who am I? That is kind of a big question for anybody, right? Because I don't want to put myself in a box. And the one thing that I would like to have for this podcast is that there are no rules. The only rule is that there are no rules. And I do intend to interview many guests, people that I am um, interested in, people who are friends of mine, people who are passionate about what they do people who inspire me and hopefully through the interviews through the podcast you'll either learn something or it will inspire you to do something that you've never done or become a better person or even continue to do 
things that you already do, but that are awesome. So we can continue to build more awesomeness into this planet and into our lives and into everyone's life. My name is Natalie Kara. I am your host, hostess. <laughs> My name is pronounced also Natalie Kwa. <laughs> I am, you might be wondering, what is that accent? Sometimes people have a hard time placing my accent. <laughs> I am half Brazilian, half French. My father is French, was. Um, my mother is from Brazil, from Rio de Janeiro. And I grew up traveling. I grew up due to my parents' uh, job. My stepfather is from Argentina. He uh, worked for a company that brought us to many places around the planet. We lived in, growing up, I lived in Venezuela. I lived in Brazil. I lived in Mexico for a while. Lived in France and the United States, a few places. So got to travel a lot. Grew up speaking several different languages. I speak Portuguese, Spanish, French, and English. And the reason I say this is because I, I do believe that's somewhat relevant to the podcast that I want to do. I had the experience of experiencing many different cultures. And as you're growing up as a child and you're learning different people from different parts of the world and, and how your friends live and the different cultures and belief systems, there wasn't a separation. There was never a question of, I am this and you're that. It was more, oh, this is just what it is, right? And so diversity was was my, my life, the part, biggest part of my life. And there was, as a child, you don't think, oh, I speak these languages or somebody speak. I thought the whole planet spoke <laughs> different languages. It was just what it was for me. And there was, so I don't take credit of, oh, I learned and oh my God, I, you know, I did all these courses and I got out. No, it wasn't like that. It's just something that naturally I thought that that's how everybody was. And, and the beauty in that is that you really feel that there is no separation. We are all one. And, and that connection of human being and human race it has to do with a lot of my life today and what I want to express in this lifetime, which is to promote peace for our planet, peace for the world, and peace, peace for everyone. You know, with that said, I teach yoga. I have been teaching yoga now for the past at least 15 years. I have been practicing yoga for over 20. I'm a big lover of this practice. I studied in many different places a lot when I lived in Los Angeles, California, with wonderful teachers. I studied in India. I have four trips to India, which I went to study with a system in a school there. And and each time I stayed for, you know, over a month and really lived in India and learned all of the rituals and the culture, I had many Indian friends. That My first trip to India was, I believe I was about 20 or 21. So it was really great and 
thing to experience at that time. It completely changed my view of the, what I wanted to do and, you know, how much I wanted to share the love I have for yoga. Sorry, there's a bus. <laughs> and, however, I am going to say I started practicing meditation and yoga at a very young age. One of my best friend's mother was a devotee for Guru Mai. She's in the practice of Siddha Yoga. And she used to take me with her to the ashram when we, at that time, we lived in Mexico. And I was probably, I don't know, 10 years old, something like that. We're 11 and or even nine. I, I don't remember. But I started going very young and I loved it. I loved it. Then I continued with that when we moved to Brazil for a bit after Mexico and I found the Siddha Yoga place there and then that brought me to the Hare Krishnas and I learned the Bhagavad Gita and I became a vegetarian when I was a teenager and my whole life changed. At that time, I was also a big surfer. I loved waking up and grabbing my surfboard and going to the ocean before school. I went to the American high school in, in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. And we, because, you know, we traveled so much, I had to go to a a school that spoke English no matter where we went in the world. So I learned English from a young age. So yeah, the bus would come pick us up. And before the bus, (laughs) the school bus, I would wake up at five many times and go surfing. We, We lived really close to the beach so I could walk there. And sometimes I would go to the Hare Krishna ashram before classes in middle school and high school so I could begin my day with the ceremonies that we did the pujas and the prasada in the morning and I had a lot of friends that lived in the ashram so it was it was a really beautiful upbringing I also danced from a very young age classic ballet and that then became a modern dance but I always kept the classic ballet going. And, and so when I finished high school in Rio, I didn't want to go to school, to college right away. And the reason for that is because I really wanted to pursue dancing as a professional thing. So I moved to Paris where my half of my family is from and lived with my grandmother for a little bit until I got my own place. I danced, I enrolled in a dance school in France, in Paris, and I danced with a bunch of companies over there, which then led me to get hired and dance full-time for Disney, Euro Disney, lived in Disney for a while, and that was an amazing experience because I got to meet a lot of people. I got to meet a lot of artists, my favorite dancer in the world who's so talented and who I had the awesome chance to to meet the one and only Michael Jackson. (laughs) So he used to come to Disney. And so it was a lot of fun when he was there. What else about me? So yeah, with a dance background. And then uh, after that, I 
my parents moved to, my mother and my stepfather moved to the United States, and I came to visit them. I hadn't been already living on my own, I believe, for three, four years, and, you know, not going to, to regular college, but pursuing dance and working as a dancer. And my mother really wanted me to go to, to college and have a college degree, like parents do most. And so I said, you know, the only way I'll go to school is if I, if I can dance. And so one of the visits that I visit them, they brought me to some universities. And this was in the New Orleans area. And I met this wonderful choreographer who was the head of the Southeastern Dance Department. Perhaps she still is, Dr. Fellum. And did a little audition, went back to Paris, explained a little bit of my situation. When I got, went back, I, I, I got a letter from the school inviting me to come down and to the United States and dance for school and enroll in college, obviously, and dance during my college years. And eventually I got a, a scholarship as well, which was amazing. I had that amazing opportunity, so I did leave Paris and moved to the United States and went to college for dance and also went to college for journalism. I had an amazing mentor while I was in college for journalism who really inspired me, Dr. Mirando, and they might still be working there. And, you know, I, at that time, as I loved, obviously, dance and yoga. I was already beginning to do yoga trainings and, you know, teacher trainings and so on. I wanted to be, to, to just explore all of these possibilities. And I loved journalism. I did end up working with a couple of local newspapers with reporting and interviewing people. That is my dog, Emilio. <laughs> so I did work with journalism for a little bit. And I love it. And this doing this podcast to me is a big opportunity to go back to, to that passion that I have on people, human beings, uh, exploring diversity, exploring different cultures. I plan on traveling with this podcast. I travel a lot in my life, have always traveled. And I want to take the podcast with me to Brazil. I want to take the podcast with me to France. I want to take the podcast with me many places in the United States and the world, perhaps India and who knows, you know, Africa, England, um, many different places, any place really that I go and I visit. I would love to bring the podcast with me. I want to interview anyone who is passionate about what they do and about life and that wants to share with the world. So not really only yoga people or not really, you know, it will just be very eclectic. And they're, they're, that's really the word that I can think of. I think that you will find that my guests come from all walks of life and my guests are going to have many different things to bring in into this podcast. And sometimes I will have yoga teachers. I have many friends of mine who are amazing teachers and teachers of life, teachers of healthy living, of meditation, of in inspirational people. And sometimes, you know, some of my, my best friends are chefs and I love um, what they do with food and entertaining and journalists and musicians. I love music. 
really am a lover of life. I love the planet. And I really believe that together we can raise the vibration. I have my, my yoga studio I've had for the past five years. Uh, before that, I worked for a really big yoga company in California, Yoga Works. And through my studio now, I meet so many people. Um, we have classes seven days a week. We have a 200-hour yoga teacher training school which I teach and many guest teachers as well. We also have a 300-hour yoga school, and that is a, another one of my big passions to teach and to bring different people to, to speak of my trainings and to share. And uh, we've had many graduates go through the program, and it's quite transform transformational, and it's just a beautiful journey. I also do yoga retreats all over, the world. So if you would like to join me in one of my retreats, I will try to keep you guys updated on those. I do have one coming up in Italy, Umbria, at the end of June 2017, and I'm really looking forward to that. It's a beautiful spot, and we're going to do yoga every morning and meditation and learn about the chakras and healing in the afternoons. In the past, I've, I've hosted retreat, retreats in Sedona, Arizona. That is one of my favorite places on the planet. And Hawaii also a, a few times, and I love Hawaii so much. Where else have I gone? I'm trying to see. Mexico. I've gone to Mexico on retreats, brought people a few times. Um, yoga retreats are just a wonderful way to gather in community, to meet new friends. Oh, the last one we did was with uh, my friend. We went to Puerto Rico. That, that was just recently, actually, and that was really fun. So if you have a chance, join me in one of my retreats. If you have any questions, feel free to send me a question. I am on Twitter. Although I don't check it that often, but I now I'm going to have to make it a point. <laughs> it's at Natalie Kra. That's my Twitter account. My Instagram account, I keep a lot of the stuff that I do posted there. Um, I have these twice a month. I have these beautiful workshops about moon rituals. One is for the new moon each month. So we bring all the energies and I do it with my friend Noel. And she's this amazing acupuncturist. So we'll, we do that, and then we do one for the full moon. And so we go over some rituals, we do a meditation, we do a yoga practice and an acupuncture session as well. It's a really amazing, we've been doing it for a little bit now, a few months, and it's been a wonderful program. So I post all of those things on my Instagram. I just taught at uh, Wonderlust in New Orleans. That was really fun as well. My Instagram account is at Natalie Krah. My studio website is shantiyoganola.com. I have a, 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 a jewelry line that, that explores crystals. The name of it is Agora Crystals, and I will speak more about it one day, but not today. It's uh, because there's a, there's a bigger meaning uh, to the word that I, when I found the word Agora, they meant a lot of different things for me. I've been working with crystals for quite a while, quite a few years now, and the crystals are quite magical. So quartz crystals and the clear quartz and yes, you know, so all of them, they're just beautiful. 
So we can go into crystals in one of the podcasts as well. So my, my jewelry line, I create pieces specifically for each individual person and I bless them and I do ri- rituals with them and we do major cleansing. And so after we go through a whole process and a ritual with each crystal and then it goes to your home and, and you continue that by bringing intentions to your crystals and it helps you with your meditation. It really assists in just promoting the crystals have this amazing capacity of amplifying energy and really making everything work for us. Right. And they really help us and protect us. So, um, huge animal lover. I rescued a thoroughbred thoroughbred horse. So we might have a little bit of, of that in the podcast. And my horse's name is Jazz. He is gorgeous. He used to race and now he's at a beautiful ranch. I have three dogs and two cats. <laughs> and now I have a hamster as well. Most of my animals, except for one, I rescued. And I, that is something that I'm Again, another thing that I am a huge lover is of animals. So this podcast, we will definitely explore that. And if you love animals, yay, <laughs> they, we can learn so much from them. Right now, I am sitting outside with Hala, who is on my left side. That is my cat, who is gorgeous. And I have Lola, my little chihuahua, on my right. <laughs> Emilio is actually a little bit away, and that's my long-haired chihuahua who I rescued just two, three years ago. He, he was, he was in, a, in a really bad situation, but he's super happy now. So he's actually on by himself, sitting on the other side and sunbathing. And the other cat is around. She's also kind of just showed up at the studio. Her name is Midnight, and she just kind of she's a street cat here in New Orleans, and just showed up and kind of chose us as her home, and wouldn't leave, and hasn't since then. So I I had to uh, take her in and bring her to the vet, get her spayed, that whole nine yard, and now she hangs out with us. Through the practice of yoga and through what I do, I have met many people. I worked with many celebrities. I work with I work with many celebrities. I work with many NBA players. I work with athletes. I work with anyone who is recovering from injuries. I work with people from my community who live around the studio and come practice three, four, five times a week. I have a wonderful team of yoga teachers who I adore and they are so fabulous and so talented and I'm really proud of of the little organization that we have going on here in New Orleans. So I hope that you stay with me. I hope that you give it a chance and just listen to some of the interviewer, the the people who will come, the guests on the podcast and that somehow we contribute or just have fun together. I've been thinking about doing a podcast now for probably three years. Or, you know, some like I said, I went to school for journalism. So it's something that's always been a little thing on me. I used to think that I would either I would continue teaching yoga or in dance and you know what I'm doing now, or I would become a news correspondent. 
because of my language skills, I thought I would just be like a war correspondent and go into places that needed people who spoke languages and basically interview people. And, you know, that's that that was the other thing that I almost kind of went for that. And instead, I said, oh, th- really, the path of yoga sort of opened itself up to me. I developed a yoga tra- a program in my college in my, when I was still, when I was like in my third year of college, I was already developing the yoga program at my school, my, my university. <laughs> so that, and then that led to one. So really, it was just a path that has been very organically evolving for me. And there's no doubt that I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. And I have this huge love for it. However, journalism has always been a big passion. So that's where the podcast comes from, comes for, you know, to really kind of fulfill that desire and need that I have, which is to interview a lot of different people and talk to a lot of different people and get a little bit deeper than skin surface. So once we start peeling the layers, it's like peeling the layers of an onion and then we see what's going on, you know, deep there inside, not on the surface, but everybody has that authentic self of who are you in the most authentic version of yourself. So that is what I'm interested in. And it is that if we can all live in our truth and our authenticity, I think the planet would be very different. I don't think that that means we necessarily are going to be loved by everyone because that is not, you know, the, the necessity. It's not even a necessity. Some people are gravitate towards uh, some and others to others. And that's beautiful. That's great that there's so many podcasts out there. That's great that there's so many yoga studios out there and so many doctors and so many musicians. And it's, it's the diversity. And so be yourself. There is the Oscar Wilde quote that I love, be yourself, everyone else is already taken. (laughs) And that really resonates with me. And whatever it is that you are, your truth, live that. There, There is no one else that can do that better for you. The expression of who you are is yourself. So I hope that this is going to be a a journey that is somewhat transformational to you, not only through my podcast, but the many podcasts that you listen. There's so many great podcasts out there. And I wish you a wonderful, beautiful day. Okay. And I also want to say if anybody is listening to me in Brazil right now, because I think there are, I'm going to switch gears a little and speaking Portuguese. Alô, oi, todo mundo. <risos> Minha família que tá aí no Brasil. Um beijo grande. Tô com saudade, muita saudade de vocês. E um grande, grande abraço para minha família, meus amigos, esse lindo Brasil nosso, muito querido. E sempre penso, penso em vocês, apesar da distância, sempre Estou sempre vendo o bom do, do Instagram e do Facebook que a gente pode ver o que, que as pessoas estão fazendo no outro lado do mundo. É, um abraço grande, tá? Beijão. Alright. So, I wish you guys a wonderful day. Thank you for tuning in. Welcome to Life on Earth podcast. And today I'll leave you with this quote. One of my favorite quotes from Martha Graham.
the mother of modern dance yoga. There is a vitality, a life force, a quickening that is translated through you into action. And there is only one of you in all time. This expression is unique. And if you block it, it will never exist through any other medium. And it will be lost. The world will not have it. It is not your business to determine how good it is. Not how it compares with other expressions. It is, however, your business to keep it yours. Clearly and directly. To keep the channel open. You do not even have to believe in yourself or your work. You have to keep open and aware directly to the urges that motivate you. Keep the channel open. No artist is pleased. There is no satisfaction whatsoever at any time. There is on a queer divine dissatisfaction, a blessed unrest that keeps us marching and makes us more alive than the others. Martha Graham. I will add the quotes from today's episode to the notes of the show. So tune in to those. And talk to you soon. Bye-bye.